Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunkin' Dunkin' Connection, the show where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. Now, welcome back to 2020. This year is the, the year of the doink. We're going to be having a lot of new content coming for you guys, starting, obviously, with the Doink and Doink Connection, which, for professional wrestling fans, you'll know that is a play on the Rock and Sock Connection. Um, we are going to be doing this show multiple times a week. We're no longer going to be just uploading on Saturdays for professional wrestling. Nope. Our plan, I'm going to say our plan because it could change, is going to be Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturday evenings between 8 and 9 o'clock, give or take whenever this goes out, is when our weekly recap shows are going to be. Now, the reason it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is because there's Monday Night Raw, Wednesday Night Wars, Friday Night SmackDown. So we are going to be having next day reviews of the show for 2020. Now, for the big four pay-per-views... And Money in the Bank, because Money in the Bank is a huge pay-per-view. Yes, it is. But for the big four, Royal Rumble, which is coming up very, very quickly, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, we will be having a next-day recap of that show. Yes, so... For all other pay-per-views and takeovers... Um, except for like the big takeover, like takeover whatever WrestleMania weekend is. Well, all the takeovers are usually the big pay per view weekend. Yeah, so, so those takeovers will we will include in that same Monday mon- Monday show. Um, if they have like another random takeover, like a takeover uh, UK takeovers or whatever. Yeah, like this week. Those will go into our Tuesday recaps. Yeah, there's one along this with Raw. So. Yeah, so we have a Saturday uh pay per view. We have Takeover Blackpool two. Yep, I believe. Uh, coming up this Saturday, that will go into next Tuesday's recap, along with next week's Monday Night Raw. Yes, and the nice thing is, along with our Friday Night <laughs> SmackDown being on Thursday, we will also have a lot more in-depth reviews of your NXT UK division. Yes. This is going to allow us to yeah. concentrate and look at that division. Yeah, we're going to be able to watch. So with the Friday Night SmackDowns on Saturdays, we will also go over TakeOver. Uh, not TakeOver, we'll go over UK shows yes. as well that yes. week. Um, So... We are going to get right into Monday Night Raw, the January 6th, 2020 edition, the first Monday Night Raw of the year. And it and opens, it opens with- up with our WWE champion Brock Lesnar and his advocate Paul Heyman. Man, what a promo. I mean, I love Paul Heyman. Oh, I Paul love- Heyman is one of the one of the best talkers of the last ever. multiple decades. No, ever. Yeah. Ever. You could put him in, in any category against any talker from any decade. He's right up there with them. Yeah. The fact that he he calls a crowd bitches. Yeah. It, the the play on the fact that he's saying, you know what? There is nobody willing to fight, you know, my client. There's nobody worth my yeah. client getting in the ring with. There's so you nobody, know what he's yeah. gonna do? He's gonna get in the ring with twenty nine other, other guys. He's gonna go in number one. And this isn't a promise. This is, this is a spoiler. spoiler. Now, he will win the Royal Rumble. Now, does this turn into I texted you this and I don't think I don't think you have I I know what your opinion on this is. Does this turn into a uh Royal Rumble 2016 Roman Reigns situation where Reigns had to defend the belt through the Rumble? No. I don't think so because the reason he had to defend the belt through the Rumble is because it was the authority screwing him. Yes. Which isn't happening right now. Yes. I think 
that what this is is it's very similar. So we don't talk a lot of N, um, NJPW. We no, have we Wrestle don't. Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. So in Wrestle Kingdom, the world champion enters himself also into Wrestle Kingdom because if he wins the tournament, he doesn't have to face anybody. You mean the G1? Oh, the G1. I'm sorry. Yeah. The G1 Climax. Okay. So he enters the G1. If he wins the G1, there's nobody for him to face afterwards. Yeah. He just retains his belt. There's no match or anything like yeah. that. That's what this Royal Rumble is really reminding me of. And the reason why it's reminding me of that is because, honestly, Lesnar could go 1-30. to 30, But I yeah. think it's whoever eliminates Lesnar is your number one contender. I think he gets so mad about it. I think he gets so worked up about it that he builds that all the way to yeah. WrestleMania. I don't, I don't think... So if Lesnar gets eliminated, whomever he elimi- is eliminated by is going to be the number one contender. But it won't be the person that wins the Rumble. Because no. whoever wins the Rumble is going after Bray if, Wyatt. If someone, yes, if someone eliminates Brock, someone on SmackDown or NXT is going to win the Rumble. Yes, because yes. they're going to go on to face either the Fiend or Adam Cole, whomever the NXT champion is. It'll still be Adam Cole. Yeah, it'll most likely be Adam Cole because I'm not sure who he's facing at Takeover. I don't think they've announced that. yet. No, they haven't yet. Okay. Well, they've also had a couple of weeks off with the holidays and True. stuff like that. Yeah. So. It's been a couple. It's been a couple weird weeks. Yeah. We've a, had a few weird, weird weeks well, of we've wrestling also had that we missed. A few weeks that we haven't talked. I mean, yeah. You got a new women's champion, Rhea Ripley. Yep. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Um, there's a the only real shows that were live were all the AEW stuff. Yeah. We had that wonderful botch that we didn't talk about. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that when it comes time for exactly. it. Exactly. But, so, Lesnar opens the show, cuts a huge promo. Yeah. Nobody interrupts him. They're leaving the ring. They don't go up the ramp and through, you know, um, gorilla, gorilla position. They actually walk by Jerry the King Lawler and um, the other commentator. I can't think of his name right now. It's uh, It's not Vic Joseph. Is it Vic Joseph? It's Vic Joseph. So they walk by them because King's talking about them, and Heyman's like, "What? You got something to say? You got?" Yeah. It was it was just a great yeah. play. And then you cut to the backstage, you're at gorilla position, and you have Rey Mysterio cutting a promo. First, he cuts it in Spanish, which is awesome, which is great. I love when they let foreign. Yeah, you can't call him foreign talent because he's from San Diego, but uh, other ethnicity talents cut it in their own language. Yes. Like they let Oscar yes. cut it in Spanish. Oh, well, Spanish. You mean Japanese. I mean Japanese, yeah. yeah. And they let Ray cut it in Spanish, Spanish. Andrade cut, cut it in, in Spanish. Spanish. Exactly. And so he cuts his promo in Spanish. Then you have Charlie Chuck, Caruso yeah. come over, do another interview, all in English, yeah. and then his music hits, and you get right into the first championship match of 2020. Ray yeah. Mysterio Jr. versus Andrade. Well, I still call him Cian Alamos, yeah. but Andrade. Yeah. And what a match, dude. The pace in this match was incredible. And it was funny because you had the wonky finish in between yeah. where his foot got on the rope. And they, and they picked up. But that was up, because of Vega. Yeah, but they picked up the pace even quicker after that. It felt like they yeah. were already moving at 90 miles an hour. Yeah. And then that happens, and the match just goes 210 miles an hour yeah. with. You you had a hurt you had a Canadian destroyer you had um, Andrade's face getting smashed into the steps at the beginning of the match which oh, yeah. kind of threw the whole thing off you could tell if they were playing it up like Andrade was kind of hurt and stuff like that yeah um six one nine I, I mean a bump Zelina time I know that was a huge bump yes for her. it was and I love the way that Andrade was pl- uh, Andrade wasn't playing up the bump and Ray, Ray was, was really guilty about yeah. it he was going out there and he was checking on her and it was kind of weird how it happened the referee breaks up. The hammerlock DDT, um, and Ray looks like he was like stumbling a little bit. The yeah. referee looked like he was gonna go check on Ray, but then Ray leaves the ring to go check on Selena. Then he comes back in the ring. Yeah, and that was the, that was odd. Yeah, it was just a, it looked a little messy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because no. the right guy won. Andrade's still the champion. Yep, and I love him ripping the mask off because he's been going after that mask. If you remember, 
all the way back in SmackDown in the middle of last year when this feud really started. Yeah. Because this is a nice long building feud for these oh, guys. Yeah. These and guys have been going at it forever. Forever. And everyone knows that Andrade's roots are in AAA uh, and CMLL. Mexico and CMLA and all of that. Yeah, and he was a masked wrestler a masked in wrestler. Uh, uh, Japan. Yes, and he was wearing the mask when he first came to NXT. And yeah. his old intro was he used to come out, he used to kneel down, put his arms out, and rip his mask off. And that was like how he walked yeah. out. And now it's, it looks like he's hunting for Ray's mask. And he was kind of carrying around like a belt. And when you yeah. get later on into the night, he still has it like it's some kind of championship to him, like it's some kind of trophy that he won. Yeah, and you saw that when Ray came out and attacked him in the backstage segment, he had on another mask. No, no, his back was turned to the camera the whole time. He had no mask on. He oh, he getting, took him out, got the mask, put, put it back, it back on. on, and then attacked him more. And it was great because you don't ever really see the baby faces in WWE get that one upsmanship on the heels. Yeah. This was like you're hearing Selena Vega in the background. Stop, Ray. Stop. Yeah. What are you doing, Ray? And he is like laying into Andrade. Oh, yeah. And the nice thing is, is Andrade is the type of talent who can take those types of bumps. I mean, you can go all the way oh, back yeah. to his matches with Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, I mean, that was the first five-star match in a long time in the WWE. Oh, yeah. So he knows how to take bumps. He knows how to give them. And there's really good play between these two. I don't want to see this feud go too much longer. No. As far as, like, I don't... Andrade needs to hold the belt because... He's he's got to be the guy who carries the belt for some time because he is the future of the E. I think he needs to go into Mania with that belt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and and then and he needs to come out of Mania with that belt. Yes, but he needs to set up a feud. He needs to be like Ricochet's facing him, yeah. or you know, I mean, Akira Tozawa is right now being used as cannon fodder. Maybe Akira Tozawa gets like a little bit of a rub by facing him or something like that. Yeah, it's just little things like that that they need to have yeah. happen. He he needs another big feud after this. He can't just be another throwaway guy who just defends the belts against random people. No, no, you're or right. Or we can't have him just in random feuds, not defending the belt. Period. AKA Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. What's yeah, going well, on with him? Well, we'll when we get we'll to worry about that next. Yeah, uh, that in a couple of days. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot going on with that belt. So yeah. After that, triple threat tag match between the Raiders, the Street Profits, and the OC. So, what did you think about this match? I really enjoyed this match. Specifically because of the back and forth between Street Profits and the Raiders. Yes. It was because oh, the, the flippy stuff with flippy Ivar stuff. and uh, Dawkins yes. was great. Yes. Not Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford. Montez Ford, Ford yeah. yeah. Where they're doing the cartwheels, yeah. the flips. And, the 305 Live stuff. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed this match. There's a lot of people online who kind of knocked this match because it basically the way it came in was the way it left. No, it's not. No. So it, what happened was is... Everyone's talking about how the Viking Raiders' first loss is to the OC. And they've lost twice to the OC now. Non-title matches, but they've lost twice to the OC. That's not what happened when you came out of this match. The Viking Raiders got a clear, concise pinfall over the OC. Mm -hmm. And they actually had a pinfall over um, Montez Ford, but it was broken up. Because they hit him with the Viking experience about eight or nine minutes into the match. Yeah, It kept... That team very, very strong. Yeah, because Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins looked awesome in this match. Yeah. One, they're in, they're, them coming out, going through the crowd. Yeah, like that's, supposed to. that's their classic they thing. They got to do it. Um, the promo they cut inside the ring saying that they are the future. That you know They could have they could have walked away with the belts at that time. They could have pinned the OC and gotten the championship. But they want to keep the belts on the Raiders because the Raiders are who they are. You know yeah. what I mean? So I really like the idea of maybe getting into the Rumble weekend and maybe you having 
one more triple threat between the three of these guys, these yeah. teams. And um, have it be a legit, like, meaningful match. Maybe do a ladder match. Maybe do something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that I think the three of these teams can help carry this division until you can get another tag team up. Yeah. Like, who who could you take up or away from another from another roster? Like, could you take somebody away from SmackDown? Could you bring somebody from NXT to Raw? Could you bring somebody from the UK over to Raw? There's um, a bunch of different things you could really do with this. Like to me, the team that the, the team that really should be here is Forgotten Sons. That I was just gonna say, should bring the Forgotten it Sons. It should be over. the Forgotten Sons. Yeah. I think the Forgotten Sons would be a great great piece to this. That would be a great first like feud. First Raw Championship feud once because I think Street Profits might be the next ones. Oh yeah. They're... After the heels to hold the belt. Yeah. Because right now Raiders are faces. So once they drop to the OC, which I think might happen. I think they're gonna drop them actually to So the Street Profits over the OC yeah, but in the triple the... threat. But I think the OC is gonna be the one who takes the fall. That's what I'm saying. Over the OC in the triple threat. Yes. Yeah. I could see the Forgotten Sons becoming the the first heel feud against champions. Whoever uh, it may be. Street Profits. Well, if it's Street Profits or Vikings, because yeah. you could almost... The Forgotten Sons, I almost feel like, have fallen off a of TV recently. I haven't seen yeah. much with them lately. Well, they're in the Dusty Rhodes Classic, okay. which is coming up soon. So, you know, the winner of the Dusty Rhodes Classic gets a chance at a cha- tag team championship, right? Yep. Does it say it has to be NXT tag team championship? Well, I mean, we'll talk about this more in NXT. Okay. But... Uh, Redragon's in it. Okay. The NXT Tag Team Champions are in the Dusty Road Classic. Okay. It's just like the G1. Okay. Because now, we'll talk about this now because it has something to do with Japan. Um, It looks like AEW and New Japan are going to be working together. Yeah, I saw that. But we'll talk that. about that more when we come to Wednesday. AEW this week. Yeah. Uh, moving on next, Asuka and Lynch face-to-face. What a great promo. From oh, both of them. From both of them. And, and, and the video package. Oh that was yeah! A big thing. The video oh package yeah! Showing from a full calendar year from now, back. Yeah. Her loss at the Royal Rumble, which I don't know if there's ever been a better Oscar lock. Oh no! Than that Royal Rumble last oh, year, no. she bridged it. Yeah. And legitimately looked like she was choking out Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. And then showing all the losses Lynch has suffered to Oscar over mm-hmm. the course of the calendar year. Yeah. I know a majority of them have happened recently. Yeah. But it's just great storytelling. Oh, it's yeah. just great storytelling. Very, very, yeah. And, Solid. You know, get, get, and the thing is, is you don't get a, 2019 was not a strong year for storytelling for WWE. No. But it kind of picked it up towards the end of the year. Yeah. Once a certain somebody kind of came back and was more on the fold and taking a little bit more control of. Heyman. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're still seeing the continuation of it. Even the garbage stories, which we're going to get into, yeah, have been have good. been really good. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I did enjoy Lynch versus Oscar. I cannot wait for this match at Royal Rumble. Yeah, and I cannot wait for Oscar to win the championship. Yeah, I think I think I this agree with you time. there that this she's going to win that belt. It, it, if it's not only the year the doink, it's, it's the a, year of Oscar. It's the year of Oscar. Yeah, Oscar needs to get her mystique back, and she'll she, be Oscar two belts. Exactly. Yeah. Um, up next, I have the backstage segment with Andrade, which is what we were talking yes. about, where Ray came up and snapped and attacked him. Yes, yes. Um, which I love seeing faces snap. Yes, yeah. Like I said, you, you're so used to seeing people like um, like Ricochet early or well, middle of last year, where he was every time he just got to me look like an idiot. Yeah. And Heyman doesn't do that to his faces. Heyman, no, he doesn't. Heyman writes his faces. He'll write certain faces to look weak and stupid. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but Akira Tozawa was cannon fodder this Jose. week. Jose. No way, Jose. No way, Jose was cannon fodder this week. Yeah. But the guys he knows that are strong, his Rey Mysterio. Got to remember, he was part of his original SmackDown 5, yep. SmackDown 6. Yep. So, Rey Mysterio Jr., 
Um, I everyone knows he likes Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows he likes Kevin Owens. Everyone knows he likes Samoa Joe. Yeah. So he's gonna write those guys strong. Yeah. And he took a weak face in Seth Rollins and made him the best heel right now on on Raw. Yeah. He made him the best heel. Yeah. Just stupid turn by calling yeah. himself the Monday Night Messiah. Which, what a name. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, up next, as we were talking about, we have AJ Styles uh, versus Akira Tozawa. Yeah. And AJ was bringing out the Randy Orton moves. Yes. Did you see that RKO? Yes. That did was you see beautiful. How, did you see how little height he got on that, though? Yeah, yeah. And did you see the Twitter battle back and forth between AJ and uh, Randy? No, no, I don't have Twitter, so. Yeah, AJ and Randy went back and forth. Like, um, I think Randy was like, I've seen more air on something. And it was like a shot at AJ. Yeah. And it was funny. Well, you know what? I liked it because it's showing AJ's true heel. Yeah, and he's actually he did the he did the uh, the RKO yeah, arm taunt. Yeah, at the end. And again, we're talking callbacks. This is a callback <laughs> to when Randy and AJ were role reversed mm-hmm. last year, yep. where it was you know um, I think it was when they were on SmackDown. Yep. And they had their match, and Re- and AJ goes, "Yeah, you got your entire career." doing this while I was on the indies and then he's like oh yeah well you were fighting in halls of 80 people while I was headlining Wrestlemania yeah so this is again it's a good callback and it's a good role reverse exactly exactly um but AJ defeats Tozawa uh with a draping DDT and an RKO so um great great match there um very one-sided though oh yeah well again that's what you're gonna get when you get a squash and and that's the right way to do a squash it's also the right way to get somebody on tv tozawa over the last couple of weeks has won the 24 7 championship yep over and he lost it to santa claus yep Uh, (laughs) um you're seeing him a little bit more on tv which is good because he was a very good one role player in 205 live which we we should make sure we start talking about that because there's a lot going on with that brian kendrick's back there's a lot going on with 205 live um and it's just good to see him on tv just like the next guy that we're going to talk about who gets absolutely claymore kicked into oblivion that's actually in a couple more no no no, but i'm saying he's one of the next guys we're going to talk about yeah and it's just good to see these guys on tv even if their role is just to be you know jobbed out there are people who want to just be in the WWE who have no problem being jobbed out. Oh, yeah. You're not not everybody's going to get a main event push. No. It's just what it is. Yeah. And in order to get main event pushes, certain guys have to be used. Yeah. Akira Tozawa understands that. But he's also had his run as well. Yeah. Would I like to see another run with him, maybe with a, a, a mid-card belt? Sure. Maybe in the future. But right now, what is he? He's being used as cannon fodder yeah. for Andrade. For AJ, AJ for Randy, for, for Rand. For well, Drew. he's not going to be used for Randy. He might get used for Drew because Akira is a face. So I can't gonna tell him. if Drew is face or heel right now. I, I can't either. Um, but he's my pick to eliminate Lesnar. Okay, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Um, up next, as we were talking about bad segments that have become good, um, did you see what happened in between this match and this pa- segment? Yeah, where the, where where the, the minister, minister came in tackled. and they didn't think that he was actually part. Yeah. They thought it was just a, a yeah. uh, apparently, Vince was pissed yeah, because no, of that. he's very mad about it. He's very mad. Yeah, so um, I mean, up next was an emergency wedding, yes. like a drive through wedding yeah. well, hey. between Lana and Lashley. What did that happen for? Well, I know. Um, where they did it like super quick just so like they could actually get their vows off and yep. all that such. Um, and, and then and we had a video package from uh, Bahama Rusev. Yes, exactly. From a green screen. Yeah, obvious. The worst obvious green, screen green screen I think I've ever seen before. Um, no, this is very, very good. And yeah. it sets up a match next week. I know, finally. We're actually yeah. going to get a match between these two. 
a legit match too. Exactly. And something that happened a little bit later on, um, Liv Morgan is going to be in Rusev's corner. Yes, yes, that should be interesting. Which I this is it. not where we thought Liv Morgan was going to be. Nope. I saw her with black hair. I saw her coming out. I saw her with probably no hair, almost like uh, Sabrina. Remember oh, Sabrina yes, from yes. the Edge uh, yeah. from the uh, Straight Society? Yes, I remember. That's that. kind of what I thought it was going to be. Liv would never shave her head, though. No, I'm sorry. It would probably be like short cut, yeah. pixie cut black hair. Yeah. Um, with like fake piercings or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Anyway, uh, that's gonna be a good match next week. It is. It's gonna be a really good match next week. Um, up next, we had Charlotte and uh, Sarah Logan. This was meant to be a match. Did I miss something? No. 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 This was meant to be a match, but it turned out just being a brawl, and Sarah Logan disrespected the flare robe. Yes, she did. And the th- my everything, <laughs> everything was pointing in a very positive direction for me. Sarah Logan was on top. She's destroyed the robe. She should have just walked away. Yeah. I don't like Charlotte Flair coming out on top of this because no. basically she's already an established talent. Yeah. Sarah Logan is not. Sarah Logan could use the rub. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they have a match next week and Charlotte no. doesn't go over, but just let Sarah Logan walk away. Let her walk away with the robe. Yeah. Leave Charlotte in a heap and let her walk away with the robe. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's a much better rub than having Charlotte hit her with a a spear? A spear. And then and, like a. And then. Sending her through the barricade yeah, or on the barricade, barricade or whatever. And leaving her in rubble as she puts her robe back on. No. That that that's one of the things I didn't enjoy in this episode. Yeah. Because Sarah Logan first of all, her husband's getting a huge rub right now, being oh, yeah. part of the tag team championships. Future husband. Let's Future see. husband, I'm sorry. No, they're married. No, they're engaged. I thought they had their wedding last year. No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. um I think having her walk over Charlotte with Charlotte's robe, like some kind of, like pelt, as she's walking away, like she skinned Charlotte robe, yeah, uh, Charlotte Flair. I think that would have been a much better play for someone like Sarah Logan. Yeah, and and this is something you're a couple of weeks away from the Rumble. You could build this into the Rumble and maybe even have Logan eliminate Flair. Yeah, that'd be really good. I mean, this they haven't even been pushing the women's Rumble, have they? No, the only one I know so far, Charlotte. Yeah. So, I mean, Anyways. that's that's the difference between. Having eighty percent of a good of a of a good writing for a character versus a hundred, that that little twenty percent at the end hurt Logan. Oh yeah, that's what I that's how I feel. So yeah. Um, up next, we had a match between Alistair Black and Shelton Benjamin. This is a really good match by yeah. Shelton uh, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, it was a good match by Shelton Benjamin. It did what it was supposed to. Again, Shelton Benjamin is cannon fodder. Was used again to put over. Yeah, Alistair he's Black. a heel that's used to put over faces. Exactly. But the Buddy Murphy stuff afterwards. This oh, is, this is what should have happened with Logan and Flair, where Buddy Murphy just got the entire upper hand, and, and that's it. And Black didn't get any fight back. Yes, and the nice thing is, is you want to see a best of seven out of these guys. Oh, I could, you, I could watch best of seven back to back to back. Well, the thing is, is so so far <laughs> most of these things is is um fifty fifty booking, and then all of a sudden you get. The one guy who gets the third win or the fifth win, yeah. right? That's usually how it works. Yeah. That's not how this has worked so far. No. Alistair Black scored the first win, yep. scored the second win, and then you're figuring, ah, oh, it's over with. And then Buddy Murphy surprises him and comes after him. Buddy Murphy's in is poking the beast. Yeah. Doesn't mean Buddy Murphy needs to win the next match. No. It's just you just need to build it. That he way. just needs to com- keep being that pest. Exactly, and that's what he did. And he needs to be keep being that mosquito that won't die. Yes, and I and I loved it. And yeah. You want to know something? 
don't be surprised if next week on Raw, Akira Tozawa is getting beat up by Buddy Murphy. And, and then Alistair Black, Black comes, comes out, out for the Black Massism. No, it doesn't even come out for the save. The match is over, and then all of a sudden Alistair Black comes out, Black Massism out of nowhere. Because that move's becoming like the RKO. Oh, yeah. He's hitting that out of nowhere. Yeah. Every time, and I love it. Yeah. Um, up next, actually, the final segment of the show, AOP and Seth Rollins come out, and this is where we're talking about the the Monday Night Messiah. Yes. I mean, he... There what was, a good nickname. I know. There were several clips throughout the course of the episode where they were talking about a third member and yeah. all this stuff, and I'm sure that the people had their, their thinking caps on about who it could be. Now I it's going to be someone from NXT, or, or is it going to be someone that's coming in from somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, What's I, happening? You and I had talked about how it could have been John Morrison, but then he showed up on SmackDown this past Friday, so... um. I had no clue who this third guy was going to be. Don't get me wrong. The crowd popped big for Big Show. I just know how this is going to turn out. The Big Show is going to turn on the other two guys at some point in the future because that's what he does to everybody because he's the least dependable guy on the roster. And he's, then he's going to turn he- face again and yes, cry. And then he's going to turn heel again and he's going to turn face and then he's going to retire. And then he's going to unretire and turn face and then turn heel and then turn face and he's going to retire. Yeah. I love the Big Show. I really do. I, I've, I've, I've enjoyed him One since One of his- my favorite matches as a kid growing up watching was him versus Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania okay. 24. That was a good match. Because that was my first WrestleMania I watched. Okay. And I loved that match because I loved the booking from Elimination Chamber to there when Floyd Mayweather, shoot, broke Big Show's nose. Yeah, yeah, I know. It. Me, I've liked Paul White since he was in WCW. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of WCW, but he was recruited by Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He was supposed to be the, the uh, illegitimate son of of Andre the Giant when he came into WCW yeah. looked exactly the same with the with the singlet and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I I do enjoy um the fact that he is back. I did enjoy him hitting Seth Rollins with the weapon of mass destruction, that powerful right hand. Yeah. Um, I still remember when Michael Cole, I don't remember seeing it, but I've seen clips of when Michael Cole screams when Big Show comes out of the thing. It's Paul White. Yeah. It's Paul White. Yeah. It's it's old school when you talk about him as Paul White because yeah. anybody who's been watching WWE, it's Big Show. It's Big Show. That's yeah. who he's been. Um, I liked all the little clips throughout the course of the night. Yeah, I liked the the pop from the crowd for the Big Show. I like the, how this match ended. The match was pretty good, and I like how it ended with the faces with the heel, on top with it, the with the chair shot. Well, with the, the DQ cha- finish. Yeah, the DQ finish, but the actual ending of the well, match yeah. is the faces standing up in the ring with, with uh, the AOP dragon unconscious Seth Rollins. Yeah, the, the Monday Night Messiah out of the ring. Yeah, which th- something else that I really liked about how this show actually went off is that they went over what's happening next, next week. week. Yes, with the, it, and I love it because now as a fan. You can actually anticipate, and as people who talk about this on a weekly basis, yeah, we, we can, can actually sit there. Book it. We can kind of book it. We can be like, okay, well, you're going to have another three-on-three tag team match yeah. in which you're going to have the same three guys, Samoa Joe, Kevin Kevin Owens, and Big Show, Big Show facing the Authors of Pain and the Monday Night Messiah. You can, and I guess it's in like a fist fight match or something like so that. So they're probably not going to have to, like, closed fist yeah, punches it's, it's aren't going to be, be illegal or whatever. Who knows what it's going to be, but... I mean, that's good. You're going to have Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black. You're going to have Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar's going to be back again yeah. next week. So there's a lot that's going to happen, and there's still room where they can fit other stuff in. Oh, yeah. There's so they have much three hours of show I know. to fill. And, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen next week. I mean, like I said, um, I think going into the Rumble, 
as I said at the beginning of this episode, is the man who eliminates Lesnar is the man who's going to face Lesnar. And I think this is the time where Drew McIntyre will get his push. I think yeah. he will be the man who Claymore kicks Lesnar out of the ring. Yeah. And then he'll get eliminated by somebody from SmackDown, like you said, somebody from NXT. But Lesnar's going to have that sour taste in his mouth. Yeah. I don't know who who, who you feeling. You think Lesnar's going to run the table? That'd be no. funny. That'd be awesome. I don't think he's going to run the table. Um, I was originally thinking that Drew was going to win the whole thing. Wow. Before Lesnar was entered into it. Okay. But now I think Lesnar's going to run the table pretty much and get to the final four, and they get eliminated by Drew, and then Drew's going to get eliminated by somebody else. Okay. Someone random. Okay. Probably a heel. I'm not sure who, though. But we'll see. Balor. I could see Balor, and I could see that. I could see the NXT Championship not being defended at TakeOver, but being defended at Mania. Well, it's going to get defended um, at Mania, but I think it's also going to get defended at TakeOver. Okay. I think I think there's going to be some stuff, because, again, we have episodes that are coming up to it. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of stuff that hasn't happened, but there's going to be a championship match at, at, at TakeOver. I mean, they didn't have one at the last one. They have to have one at this one. Well, I'm saying at WrestleMania weekend. Not I'm talking. I'm not, not talking Royal about Rumble. Royal Rumble. No, I think it's going to be defended at Royal Rumble weekend. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be defended at Takeover weekend. Okay. I think it's going to be defended in Mania. Okay. Hmm. And then they'll have the UK, the tag, and the women's belt defended at Mania Takeover. Okay. And then they'll have two other filler matches. Hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Or they might have UK belt defended the UK belts, the what, two UK belts. So what if your boy Pete Dunne wins the? Uh... Wins the Rumble? Wins the Rumble. Not goes a back, chance. Goes back after Walter. Oh, I could see that. Uh, who knows? There's we'll some see. fantasy booking for you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, this isn't the NXT show. But, no. So that concludes the first ever episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. Yes. Um, this has been the recap of the Roy, uh, the Raw January 6th, 2020, 2020. edition. Uh, sorry, I'm still trying to figure out dates. 2020 is effing with me. Yeah, 2020 is effing with everyone. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. This has been a Double Doink production, and we only have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.